The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Thank you for joining us out at the Minnesota State Fair. Shout out to all of our teachers in the audience. Also, our retired teachers. Oh, we have one in the audience. She's always wanted to be out here at the fair listening to our shows, and this is her year she gets the chance. So thank you for being here. Welcome. Uh, Also, don't forget we have the lactation station, which is a great place for mothers uh, to come change your baby, feed your baby, and it's air-conditioned and beautiful in there. And thank you to Boulevard Auto Works for uh, supporting our show. Absolutely. Yes. So we have to talk about something kind of sad. We lost Bob Barker over the weekend. Yeah, that was sad news. Everybody, I'm I'm sure, uh, breathed a collective sigh of sadness uh, Mm. upon learning over the weekend that Bob Barker is no longer with us. Having passed at the very respectable age of 99 years young. 99 years young. That's just incredible. Um, He was, of course, known for The Price is Right over the years. You don't say. And then also, of course, he was so passionate about um, animals and making sure uh, your pets are spayed and neutered so that we don't have an overwhelming pet population that um, will, you know, suffer so he was really into that and had a lot of involvement um but just personally i'm from springfield missouri and he used to broadcast there he used to be a radio broadcaster and um way back in the day used to broadcast in the same building that i was in and he also paid for our humane society throughout all of these years and you know built the building and then paid for it you know sweet Still to this day. So um, always really cared about animals. And then, of course, we remember him for his game show contributions. Mike, were you ever a big fan of The Price is Right? Of course. That was the one that when you were sick home from school, you always, (laughs) 10 o'clock, you're watching this every single time. Yeah, Yeah, I always tried to come with it. You know, like, I always wanted to get both prizes of course yeah, on the yeah. showcase showdown mm-hmm. like if you come within a hundred bucks it's like 500 and 500 yeah i don't remember i think it changed over the years but like if you would come within a certain number you could win both prize packages yep. and if you didn't this you prize heard this. package brought to her totals oh yeah you don't want to hear that you want to hear, that, <laughs> you want to hear this Yay! Do we know what year he did the show up through? Oh, gosh, it might say here on this CMZ article. Um, it had to be in the early 2000s, right? Let's see. Uh, 2012. Oh, no, that's his involvement with PETA. Um, yeah, he gosh, was... I'm not sure. It we'll always blew me away. Uh, 07, 2007. Okay, so I was going to say, I feel like... 72 until 2007. 1972 until 2007. That is 30 long years. And really just a, a cultural institution. And then back in the day, before that, he hosted Truth or Consequences in 1956. And that he did that until 1975. He also did uh, some other game shows, Dream Girl of 67, Tattletales, Miss Universe. That's not a game show. That's real <laughs> life. Uh, and, of course, The Price is Right. So, wow. Yeah, Mike, I feel like this is a, a man that you would look up to. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that was one of the most fun game shows. Mike and being just our always resident game the, show host. The, the fun thing, and we saw this clip go viral, I think it was uh, a few months ago, but that uh, viral clip of him trying to help that woman named, I don't remember oh, what her gosh. name was, and she couldn't figure oh. out the concept of a game. And the fact that you have to be 
on time. You have to be assertive, but you also have to be patient and loving. Like he has to wear so many hats in that role. That's to true. Keep yeah, the like train he kept, on he the basically tracks. was kept having to tell her how to play the game, yes. and she just joy. the life of her. Could her name not. was Joy. Because I <laughs> just remember right. him just saying, "No, Joy, you've already used the one. You can only <laughs> use each digit one time. Yeah, you've got a nine. Where do you want to put the three? But to never Where have lost his cool. Yes. Although I don't know, maybe he was a, a little irritated. Him, you, you could just. <laughs> Imagine that that takes a, a special talent set. And then my favorite was whenever he had to help um, people spin the wheel oh, because sure, it needed yeah. to go all the way around. Mm -hmm. And some of those little old ladies just couldn't reach it, and they would just it would peter out before it went all the yeah. way around. You know there was somebody in that wheel. <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> no, it's true. Running like there's like a, a little hamster seat. man. No, <laughs> seriously, they had like a little lever. See, there was a seat on the side. I'm gullible, and he will do this to me with a straight face. Say something like that, and I'll go really. But I've, I'm on to him. You, so. Well, it took you a second, though. You thought maybe. There was a second when I thought maybe <laughs> there was a person in there. No. The really fun thing about him, too, is that you finally got a chance in the movie uh, Happy Gilmore. You got to oh. see him kind of pull things back a little bit and have the comedic side of him. Yeah. And you're not just seeing the straight edge, you know, like game show host. You're seeing him. I get a little feisty and <laughs> I have do, some cool moments. I do love how the 90s gave us that opportunity to sort of like poke fun because then it was like the joke was like that he was a jerk, you know, like sort of to take somebody who's beloved and then give them like, you know, just uh, a personality you wouldn't expect. Yeah. I think that was, I don't know, that seems like totally 90s because I think about like what we did to the Brady Bunch or mm -hmm. what we did True. to all of those sort of things from not our childhood per se, but, you know, pop yeah. culturally speaking. Definitely. From TV and movies. Yes, uh, and then, you know, he was on a bunch of other shows. Um, he stood in as Neil Patrick Harris's would-be biological father in How I Met Your Mother. He played himself in lots of other shows like Futurama, SpongeBob, The Nanny, Martial Law, and many others. If you were going to play one game on The Price is Right, which one would it be? Like, which one would you nail? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I, I would most want to play Plinko. You'd most want to play Plinko, but that's the total game of chance. Yep. I know. That rarely ever anybody wins anything. For God's sake, I gave you an answer. What do you want from me? <laughs> oh, my God. What do you want not from that, me? Not that you're... Um, but you're saying you just want to play it. It's I not just that want you to play win. it. Because <laughs> I don't think you'd... Uh, but, again, it would be hard to win, but you just want to plunk the things down? I guess so. I mean, Cliffhanger is also fun, too. That's a little terrifying. Well, I do like the... the it's... Where yes. you pick the price of something. Yes, for sure. And like to me, that's the most fun because you feel like you have a fighting chance. Like if you're the one that's doing the grocery shopping in your house. Nope. Give me you a know? hole give me a hole in one. Because the oh. fun part about hole in one is if you miss on the first one, almost every time you'd rock over, hit the little thing, and it'd be it's hole in one. Or two, and oh, you'd get two chances to put it in. That's, that's the, the gambler one. in you, yeah, that's right? True, but that's the that's <laughs> golf one. It's one. Okay, so other than hole, I'd completely forgotten about mm -hmm. hole in one. You've I got don't even one. know. This is the problem. I only could remember two games. I do like the one right. where you have to, um, the one you were just referencing, where you have to mix the numbers around to get the right price. Oh, sure. Yep. That was the, uh, oh boy. I Whatever that, that game one. is. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be fun, too. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. dice game is always fun. Where you oh, get the yeah. You have to over on your base and your dice roll. That was a good one. It's great mm, games. Yeah. And those showcases were a little weak sometimes, I gotta say. You're like, why Well, there's would you always pick? one that you have to, like, you, oh, you, you always just have want to choose trip. wisely. I just feel like you always want one if it's a trip to Because if it's not the trip one, then it's going to be the room full of furniture. Yeah. And nobody wants a room full of furniture. <laughs> no. You want the trip. 
Exactly. Yeah. Because it's easier to, if you wanted to turn around and sell the trip, it would be easier to do that than like, here's this furniture. <laughs> and I back want. in the day, you could probably sell the trip. These days, they'd probably be like, no, you can't resell. Oh, sure. Right? Oh, or a new car. Yeah. Remember, they would or do like that a big sometimes. Or a of macaroni. A oh. lifetime supply of rice-a-roni. It's oh, a San Francisco <laughs> treat. <laughs> That's where they would say that. Punch yeah. a bunch. That'd be a fun game, too. That wall where you punch through and then you pull oh, out the hell. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. There's yeah. a lot of great games. And that well, game is still going strong. It's it still is. Drew Carey, right? Yes, it is. Well, and I feel like he's been doing it. Well, he obviously has been doing it since 07, yeah. <laughs> so I can right. do math. Uh, but sadly. Well, it seems like, you know, there was nothing nefarious. It was just he died of natural causes and his you family was You know, I was, was reading, too, him. that he had... Um, he had uh, dealt with a lot of skin cancer throughout his life too that he had to deal with. So, oh, yeah. you know that's a real thing, especially the. I'm sure being in Southern California. Right, and back in the day, I mean, yeah. my parents are from Southern California, and do you think my mom was wearing sunscreen on the beach yeah. in the 1950s and no, 60s? Nobody was no. wearing. Nobody was wearing sunscreen. <laughs> right. Well, um, R.I.P. Bob Barker. Thank you for that trip down memory lane, Dawn. And when we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. From remembering Bob Barker, we are going to talk about a topless Irina Shake. What is that? Well, that sounds like a new thing at Dairy Queen. I'd like one of them topless Irina Shakes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> hey, we'll get to Easy, that Mike. <laughs> more when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hi, talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. Head to wearealight.org today to learn about one of my favorite organizations, mostly because they are doing tremendous work around the globe 365 days a year to help those who are displaced by war, conflict, famine, and increasingly, uh, climate change. The, the team at Alight really do spread out across the globe, and they're able to meet people wherever they are at on their journey. Sometimes that journey is to a temporary place that they can spend time uh, to wait out a conflict or a reason that has sent them from their home, but sometimes they're taking them to a brand new home. In fact, we've been welcoming refugees and families to the state of Minnesota since the conflict in Afghanistan and since uh, the conflict in Ukraine broke out as well. To learn more about how you can support Alight's work today, head to wearealight.org. And thank you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us out here at the Minnesota State Fair. Thank you to everybody who's out in the stands. Even if you just want to come by and just sit and eat some food and not even listen to us, we don't care. We just want you to be in the shade no, and having a good time. No, you must pay attention. There's going to be a test at okay. the end of the show today. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So we have to talk about um, a couple that used to be... Shady. Oh, wait. No, it's not shady. It's no, shake. It's shake. We used to call them shake. Yes. It's because a pub relationship. It is. Bradley Cooper and model Irina Shake. They were together. They had a beautiful baby together. Yep. And now they're not together, but they raise their child, and they're very nice to each other, and there they aren't go any on problems. They walks together. Well, that's the story. Listen to this headline. Topless Arena Shake vacations with shirtless ex Bradley Cooper amid Tom Brady romance. There's a lot in there to digest. Yeah. A but lot really, of toplessness. She's been with... Tom Brady unofficially island hopping and you know yeah, hanging living out it living it up they're a couple but they just haven't announced it yet and yeah. maybe they're just having fun right well, now yeah maybe they're just in the exploratory phase <laughs> sure of okay. their relationship yes so um you know she's like can i live in the public eye i don't know this is a lot of pressure <laughs> 
I mean, this woman has dated some of the most famous humans in the world prior right. to Tom Brady, so I think she's a pro. Exactly. Uh, so she's been hanging out with Tom Brady a lot, and we're like, ooh, she wants to stick with this one, right? I mean, he does have a $300 million contract I mean, coming I, up for I sports announcing. For a while. Yeah, definitely. Um, and she's attached to a, you know, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, if you want to call Tom Brady that when it comes to football. So now she's been vacationing with her ex-husband, Bradley Cooper. Were they married? I believe they were married. It doesn't matter. But now I mean, that you say that, it's so hard to know with celebrities these days because they have kids before they get married usually. So yeah. they'll have a kid and then they'll get married. Right. I don't remember if they were officially married, but, but it doesn't she, look like it. Okay. I, yeah, but I, but they were together. And then they, they, you know, as publicationships go, again, a publicationship, just relationship used for publicity, those two worked it. Like, they got a lot of headlines and then mm -hmm. when they split up it was that very typical canned we just decided to go our lives are we're very better busy. as friends we're both very you know uh, acty and dewy and things <laughs> and but there was never any like reason that they were allegedly broken up and that to me is always the tell of a, a more let's shall we say business-like publicationship <laughs> yeah more of a contractual situation <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. where they had a baby you know, it is good for people, celebrities, to be together because when we have celebrity couples, their stars shine brighter yeah. when they're a couple. And, and their shine starred brightly. And by that, I mean their star shine brightly. <laughs> yeah. At a time when his career, when he needed a lot of oxygen mm, for his yeah. career. Because remember, that's when he did that movie with Lady Gaga, A Star oh, is Born. Oh, A Star is Born. Anyway, so now we've got topless. They're topless together again. And they really because they're buds. Like I think people are trying to make this like a thing, and it's like no. First of all, they're parents. You know, they're co-parenting, so they're going to still see each other. But I also think they're friends. Okay. Right. Like I don't think they're again. I don't think that they like hate each other. I or, don't think they're really romantic. At this point, no. Clearly, because I don't yeah. think you get topless with your ex while you're Thinking trying to date that. Tom Brady, unless you're just platonically. You know. uh -huh. I mean, she literally, and to say topless, it's not like they were on a topless beach. I mean, no. she's literally on a hike and she's holding her. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
Yeah, she's up against a large rock, and yeah. she is holding her. And he's taking like fashions, and he's taking photos of her. Photos like, of her. Like, like it's, I mean, it surely was him doing it. Yeah. And she looks gorgeous, of course, in her bikini bottoms and he's like, no she's top. She's like, I'm gonna go up on this rock, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold, hold my, my breasts. Um, can you take a photo? And he's like, yeah, sure. Do you want like a long angle or like a, do you want horizontal, vertical? What are we doing? Is this for Instagram? Right. It's just in any other world. This is why I wanted to talk about this. Like, would I, for instance, go on a vacation with my ex and be topless and ask him to take a picture in the normal world? No, this, this does not, not happen. happen. Okay. If I'm dating somebody Especially new. Especially if you're dating someone and it's brand new. Yeah. You'd be like, uh, cause you're, you're, boyfriend would be like hey like i'm glad you guys are really friendly but what about maybe keeping your top on i know if i were tom brady i'd be like well okay what what was going on there you know that just tells me there's nothing you know there's no there were never sparks probably well there were enough to have a kid but yeah i mean and she is a model so being (laughs) half nude is totally fine like this is uh, well i mean you know that's but not at the like a grocery is. store. I mean, there's a time and a place. You know what I mean? Well, it wasn't a grocery store. It wasn't a farmer's market. I mean, this is out on a beach where there's large rocks. And then he yeah, oh, which also just was shirtless. Take your top off. I mean, I she was say, hot. The I other mean, thing, I I, she was hot. She you was mean, getting, like temperature? Yeah, she was hot. And yeah. he had his shirt off. So I do want to say also the thing I love is the way that, the, that we talk about men and women with their shirts off. Like, women are always topless. Yeah. Men are shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> like, why aren't men topless? I don't know. And why aren't women shirtless? Yeah. I see it's a like lot of shirtless women. why do you park on a driveway and drive on a parkway? Oh, this is too deep for me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's just a little funny thing here that's just like, okay. Well, just and he, he took a picture of himself. I love this angle. That's like, if you're laying on a lounge chair good, long. Of course he did, because he did an angle from up here where yeah. his bosoms would look the best you know his yeah. shirtless Are you body criticizing his no i'm saying trap? he did the best angle for the thirst trap yeah like here's an angle over here so you're not going to see my double chin like he has one yeah you do and have then to it was just the long i've stretched out my torso out by having it. my arm up it was i can't just, do face selfies my head's too big I'm so sorry. Is there something we can help you with or no, do that? Okay. No, but we'll work on it. Go to the, the pet break. building, see if they can. I'm going to get topless. When we come back, uh, we are not doing shirtless. We're selfies. eating food. We are so excited to try some new fair food. We'll share our thoughts when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Limitations and restrictions apply. Ask for details. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. Welcome back.
back. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment out here at the Minnesota State Fair. We have some littles up there in the audience waving to us. Thank you. Uh, Do not forget, if you're a mother and you would like to change your babies or toddlers, we do have the lactation station if you need to pump, feed your baby, change your baby, and it's all private and air-conditioned for you here at the My Talk booth. If you know a mother, let them know. All right, well, we have to talk about what's right in front of us here, which is some delicious food. We have food porn. Food porn. It is literally our favorite time of day, Dawn, here at the Minnesota State Fair. We've been trying new foods each and every day. We are on day three of our own fair experience, even though it's really day five of the fair, but that means it's our third uh, chat and chew about chat one of the new foods that's here at the Minnesota State Fair. And I'm really excited. New vendor this year, Momo Dosa, has graciously provided us with some samples of uh, their new Minnesota State Fair food. Do you want to tell the lovely listeners what we have in front of us? Oh, this is Chicken Momo. It's a six-piece item here. This is a new food this year. Steamed chicken pot stickers filled with ground chicken, cabbage, onion, ginger spices served oh. with a oh, sorry. garlic chutney. This looks amazing. Uh, it's a huge portion, by the way. 13 bucks. And so what did you say? There's six, right? Yeah, yeah there's six. Pieces. six. They're huge. They look amazing. They smell amazing. And they were delivered with a beautiful mango lassi as well, which you can get um, over at Momodosa, which, by the way, we should say, while you guys want to try, and I'll just give some more details. Yes, please. uh, The two of you. Uh, So from Midtown Global Market, but they are over at the International Bazaar, and it's through tomorrow. So Momodosa is going to leave after tomorrow, so make sure you go. They're here today, and then uh, tomorrow is their last day, if I'm reading this correctly. Wow. So run, and uh, they've also got a masala dosa. Oh. And veggie pecores. I love pecores. Okay, what do you think about the Oh, my gosh. Momo? I don't know what Mike thinks, but this <laughs> makes me very happy. Bradley and I will it. be honest about everything I eat out here. Uh, we all will. Um, we are not, you know, obligated to say we like everything. So I'm telling you right now, this is really good. Um, mm. Bradley just said it. Run. Run, run. to go get this. Run now. to get this. It's only this until tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! So definitely, I love the the Tell chicken. Us what you're so I love inside. What do we have? And it has. What am I tasting here? Chicken, definitely ginger, the ginger, cabbage. There's like yeah. some curry taste to it, like a little bit of yellow curry. I feel like, but it's not overpowering. Yeah, it's I definitely love, balanced. I love the spices. That's that garlic chutney, tomato garlic chutney that it's served with, which is everything is like. 11 on in terms of flavor. So the mm-hmm. filling is spiced in addition to the garlic chutney. It's really actually, I love it. It's not too spicy, but it's still, you Really know, flavorful. Really flavorful. Yeah. Too spicy, great little kick. And uh, yeah, it's pretty, I mean, it's like a pot sticker. So it's got a little light and it's not, it's not yeah. super heavy or dense. It's very light. It's very good. You exactly. eat it, take a bite of it. Mm. And it's got all those flavors you're looking for, mm. but not super, mm-hmm. super heavy mm-hmm. or overpowering. Yes, definitely the happy so dance. Yes. Definitely. And then we have the, this is a mango lassi, and it's mango, yogurt, cane sugar, powdered uh, cardamom, and cloves. A classic Indian favorite. Mm -hmm. Mango lassi. I will say it's hard to, you know. um, Oh, my gosh. That's so good. It is pretty thick. Make a bad one, but this one you think is amazing, right? Yeah. I... 
If I drank, which I don't mm. anymore, mm-hmm. I would add vodka to this. Is that <laughs> mm. terrible? Mm. It's very. That, you would add vodka? Or yeah, I would you add like a seltzer. It? Yeah, sure, I would definitely not? cocktail this. Wow. You don't need to though. That's like, God, it's refreshing with. So you have the momo dosa, and then you mm-hmm. have the mango lassi to sort of cleanse the palate and refresh everything. It's very fresh and alive. Yes, I love all the flavors in this. Personally, it feels like a dessert rather than it's a drink. It's very desserty. Yeah. yeah. So for like quenching your thirst, I don't think it's up there for that, but it's definitely a good companion with the spiciness of mm. the chicken momo. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna suck that down. All right. I just love. It's probably so, pretty difficult to get like a new food into the fair. Is there like a? I don't know anything about like. Is there some type of a? Um, There's a whole process. It's a process. In fact, we could talk to at some point. You know, Stephanie Hansen. Stephanie March would probably give us all the deets right. on just how that process goes, but it's no small thing, um, you know, to have a new food allowed into the fair because obviously you've got to, you know, please a bunch of happy mouths yeah. from Minnesota, and that's no small thing. So this clearly did it, and I can see why. Um, just a reminder too that it's at the International Bazaar, but only through tomorrow. So make sure. And like I said, they've also got a masala dosa, um, which dosas are almost like a I would call it like a crepe. Yeah, it looks like a crate. You know, and it's filled with potatoes, onions, chickpeas, dried chilies, and they also have veggie pakoras, which I love. I mean, you can't go Ooh. wrong with deep fried vegetables, right? You know, I don't, uh, this is probably going to be sacrilege at the state fair to say this, but it, when it's really hot, I don't love fried food. What? It's it's too, like, if it's like 99 degrees, it's too much. cheese curds are not my really? thing. It just doesn't make me feel good. It kind of makes me feel icky. So this well, is perfect. Well, this is perfect then. Because it yeah. is a pot sticker and it's not... Um, yeah, it's not deep fried. It's not, not deep fried. So if you're looking for something... I don't know you about calorie-wise. I wouldn't complain. Mike's still eating, which is a good sign. Yeah. I'm now uh, just going for the chutney by itself. <laughs> yeah. It's really good, isn't it? It's so good, yeah. Um, okay, so if we, for our Food Porn Friday, uh, we well, we typically do it on Friday, but we do it every day at the Minnesota State Fair, we always have a scale, and the scale is zero to five porn stars, mm-hmm. food porn stars. Yes. Zero to five, zero being the worst thing you've ever put in your mouth at the State Fair, five being oh. the best thing you've ever put in your mouth at the State Fair. What, Dawn, would you give the chicken Momos from Momo Dosa? I would give it a solid four. Maybe solid a 4.2, four. actually. Okay. It's really good. 4.2, four, Mike. 4.35. Mike, 4.35. Yes, I yes. love how we get so in the weeds on, in terms of point whatever. Yeah. Well, in my head, I've got everything I've rated, and I have to make sure you that do? I You do? I don't keep respect. track. No. I'm going to say the combo. I can I, I'm going to be a little sacrilegious and say the combo with the mango lassi, the two mm. together, I'm oh. going to give that a 4.5. Oh, okay. Nice. Together. Yeah. Now, because to me, it's like a really good combo. I will give together... 4.4. Oh, okay, 4.4. Mm-hmm. You have to add this delicious thing into it. just like, what's the it? difference between 0. 0.4 and 0. 0.5? Mike? Huge. Yeah, Huge. he's got... Uh, Huge! This guy's a numbers we- guy. He likes to gamble, and he <laughs> loves to calculate he, he numbers. numbers. He likes yeah. numbers. I don't know how this involves gambling. But I don't either. Yeah. But what do you think, Mike? Combo he platter. It. Oh, combo platter. Yeah, oh, you I didn't try it so here. Do you want to oh try this? God. Maybe what? if you don't want to use my straw here. It's all good. That way. Let me give it a roll. We like to be sanitary here on the Chug Adventures it. of Bradley and Dawn. <laughs> Ooh. It is very, very, very good. And that goes really right? well with this. Right? Yeah, Don't you right. think it kind of cools off the it's elevate, oh. elevate it to a 4.5 for me as there well? There you go! 
All, All right. right. So, so thanks to Momodosa again over yes. at the International Bazaar. Lots of yummy food. We have. Have you guys tried any food outside of our uh, food porn at the fair experience that you want to talk about? Um, I have not yet. I've okay. For, what just... is TikToked on? Well, what you are you know, waiting for, honey? Well, honey, <laughs> I after I'm done here, I'm trying She's to make like, that I'm shuttle. It out of here. <laughs> Is there anything you want to try that we haven't tried yet? Oh, gosh. On it's the okay. List. I'm putting you on the spot. No, that's okay. I would have to pull up the list to see. Um, maybe we can just look at what we're well, looking forward to. Well, yeah, why don't you take a look at that while I ask Mike? Cause sure. Mike, yeah. I know I, you had a chance to eat some food on Friday. We just did the uh, the staple of running to the dairy building and did get a Sunday from the dairy building, which is always very good. That's like the only time oh, I like God. rhubarb, strawberry, anything. And uh, I always have to get my rhubarb, strawberry... Uh, Thank you. Sunday from That's the my pick, building. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, can I also just, I want to give you guys uh, an insider tip, but yeah. first, I want to also tell you that I had one of the new fair foods on Friday when I was out and about at the fair, and it really deserves a mention because I don't think we're going to try it, but it's Afro Deli. They have sambusas, um, three flavors. I think this is a new vendor, too, and they're over in the food building. It is new. I remember seeing them on the list. Yep. They're... Uh, they're in the food building. They have three different kinds, I think beef, chicken, and vegetable, perhaps. But they also have a Somali spiced milk tea that was kind of oh. very much like a reminiscent of a chai tea, a very heavily spiced, but like really refreshing, yummy. So I had that combo on Friday. It was really good. I, I just, you know, every single year when I'm out at the fair, I'm like, I've got to have these 10 things that I always mm-hmm. have, and then I can try the new things. But this year was like I don't if I don't have cheese curds this year I'll be fine. Yeah. Even though like like in my head I'm like programmed mm-hmm. must have cheese curds oh, from the mouth yeah. trap. You know, you know. I had cheese curds last year at the end of an eating day and it was just put me over the edge. <laughs> I love cheese curds. So do I thought I don't need to do it. No, no. I've never. I guess so because I'm always eating them with MC and so he doesn't, like he doesn't do. I don't know. We've never just. I don't. I didn't know it was an option. I guess. Oh, okay. It doesn't yeah. have to be, but it, it's typically they'll serve it with ketchup. But as a new Minnesotan, it isn't something that I had it before in my take, life. It does take about thirty years to <laughs> be allowed into the family of Minnesotans. Okay. I will tell you because well, I'm, I'm just yet. celebrating my thirtieth anniversary this month. In fact, what Ooh. to in be this, in Minnesota? In, this is my thirtieth. Oh month. Oh my gosh! Give them a round of applause. Year, not month. Thirtieth. <laughs> 30th year? Yeah, so this week, what? actually, 30 years ago, I came to Minnesota just down the street. Lo and behold, wow. at McAllister College, Snelling oh and Grand gosh. Avenue. Oh, my gosh. And you came from Houston, Texas? From Houston, Texas. I had never been to the state of Minnesota before. Oh, my gosh. And now here you are. And here I am babe. 30 years later and still, <laughs> you know, barely a Minnesotan. But... But, um, okay, well, I'm just in so you got pre-qualifying. A ways to go, but, yeah, it's but, like a K-1 visa, you know? You know people, so we'll get you in a little bit quicker. Okay, cool. <laughs> but I have to eat cheese curds, I think. You have to have <laughs> cheese curds, for sure. Well, I'm having Lutefisk today. Yes, yes we should are. say. Okay, so that's a great uh, wow. wrap-up. So the other new fair food, I, there's so many new foods at the fair, and Mike has been so good about uh, giving us the opportunity to sample those uh, a lot of the new foods. And this year, there is literally, speaking of being a Minnesotan, you are going to be baptized in the waters, uh, in of, the Ludifisk. waters of Ludifisk later in the show. In the jello gel of Ludifisk? Fish, fish jello. <laughs> but apparently, it's crispy fish jello yeah. in a bao bun, yeah. which I'm very curious to see how this 
this food item works. I have acknowledged, and Stephanie March told us this before the show, that I need to actually have lutefisk outside of the yes. fair lutefisk, we'll which is that, completely different. We'll get you to, well, first of all, you're going to be talking to those church basement ladies. I oh, guarantee yeah. they're going to have a... Uh, a bead on um, a Lutefisk dinner because, you know, for the holidays, exactly. they're going to be all over the place. We'll get you right. into a Lutefisk uh, dining hall experience. I for would the love holidays. it. We'll do that in the next hour, but when we come back, thank you again, Mike, for arranging uh, our food porn experience today. We got to talk about Brittany. I know you guys, but there's news every day and we need to keep you up to date. Yes. Right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDAutoWorks.com, right over in St. Anthony, actually. A hop, skip, and a jump from the fair is where I bring my vehicle for scheduled maintenance. Um, I had a weird noise in my trunk that they helped with. I could not figure out for the life of me what that trunk noise was. Turned out a screw fell out, and it started causing a noise every time I opened my trunk. I would open my trunk. It would make a sound like a gunshot. You can imagine how fun that was when I would, you know, roll up to the Costco, open my trunk, and wait for people to run. Um, it happened for far too long, and I finally went, oh, I should bring that in. So I did to Tom and his team over at Boulevard. They fixed the problem the first time, and I haven't had the issue since. I'm grateful to them for helping with my vehicle, and they'll do the same for yours. You just got to give them a call. Head to blvdautoworks.com today, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Welcome back. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us out here at the Minnesota State Hi. Fair. The day is lovely. Oh, it's a lovely you have day. A breeze. Oh. I've got some food in my belly. I mean, what else do you need in life? Yeah, I mean, it is, it, it's been a good day. Yes. Yeah, so you need a little Brittany, I think. I think we do need a little Brittany. Should we get a little She's, Brittany up there? Yeah. Let's do it. She's a little toxic. She's. Is she? Well, I don't know. There's stuff. Yeah, there's. Let's go with this. Wee wee. Speaking tattoo time. Okay, hey. Somehow we missed a story about Brittany, and I'm not sure why, because we are kind of like hot on the trail right. of uh, the tabloids being obsessed with Britney Spears, following news that she's getting divorced with Sam Asghari. Mm -hmm. And somehow we missed a story about TMZ last week doing a, another one of their hard-hitting documentaries. Actually, we didn't miss it. I just skipped it because I'm like, I don't want to promote that trash. Well, but you missed the story, I think, as I did, that in that documentary there was a pretty revealing allegation oh yes and the allegation seems pretty disturbing that after a particularly explosive fight with sam prior to their divorce mm -hmm. in this new tv special tmz founder harvey levin alleges that britney spears and Sam Asghari had a blowout argument in London once okay. that, quote, ended with Britney becoming seriously injured oh. and requiring medical attention. Here's what he said. Do you want me to, do you want me to read? Yes. Okay. Should I do it in my Harvey Levin voice? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. It's, well. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Just remember, underneath it is a lot of... Um, favors for people oh. and he's influenced oh, she's got opinions dawn is holding back right now she does not want to go deep on yeah, harvey but we fine. can another time quote said harvey of this moment where they allegedly got explosive she and sam were going at it in a hotel room when i first read that i was like what do you mean they were going at it but i think they mean fighting yeah 
And it got so bad that she tripped and hit the coffee table, cracking her head open. Oh, She God. needed stitches. Now, that's a pretty serious allegation. And I feel like we would have known this or we would have seen Brittany walk around with stitches. Yeah, this would have been something, if it were true... That um, we would have not known about, especially if she was admitted into a hospital. Even though you think, oh, it's her medical history, people aren't supposed to talk about things, we oh, would know. If, if we know that Tori Spelling is in the hospital, we definitely know that Britney's in the yeah, hospital. Yeah. Now, I, I think, unlike Tori Spelling, Britney wouldn't need to call the paparazzi to show up at the, ho- or at the hospital. Yeah. The hospital staff uh, would be, you know, calling TMZ or somebody else. Do you think um, she did it like Little House on the Prairie style, where, where Doc Brown came over and gave her some stitches in her hotel room? Or, yeah. you know, I did mean, that she's pretty Did he go Spears. to the hotel? No, he would go to homes. You know, he's like a home doctor. Yeah. Well, right? back in the Is day, it Doc did... Brown? No, that's Back, that's to, the back to the Future. <laughs> Doc Brown. <laughs> Who was the doctor on Little House on the Prairie? Anybody Doc, know? Dr. Gibbs. No, that was me in our, in our town in my high school play. Oh. Dr. What? Gibbs. Doc Gibbs. You Doc were Baker. Doc- Doc Baker. Yeah. Oh, that's so satisfying to have that memory come back. Thank you, Mike, for putting that in my head. Uh, anyway, back to back to reality, which is probably not reality. No. They're alleging that this happened in London. Well, now, this is TMZ, this is remember. TMZ say, but, you know, but it is something to go on television and say those words, that they got in a fight in London, it led to stitches. Like... You, you know, that's not your garden variety. We're making stuff up out of whole cloth. So what's interesting is that a source then told Page Six, this is completely bogus, this right. story. It did not happen. The competitor of TMZ. Yeah, and they say um, Spears and, uh, so that is Brittany and Sam, have never actually been to London together. So nice try. Yeah, that's a big one there. Yeah. They've so not been to London together. You'd think that they would have had some kind of proof. Yeah. Or they just literally like, somebody told us. Yeah. Well, these okay. So I used to trust TMZ, and it's just such a sad story because now I don't feel like I can. We used to have them on the show, right? And now they seem swayed. Like you will notice how they will report on when they talk about Britney. A lot of things are coming. We think from their source, which is Sam. It's either Sam or Jamie. A lot of times, yes. Her dad. Because they would give them interviews yeah. over the years. And so that's their trusted source. So the it's going is, to sway however they want the story to be told. If you want to play the home game, the easiest thing to do is read a story and go, who does this story benefit? That's probably who the source is. Yes. Right? Like, it's not hard. Right. Because nobody's doing actual journalism on these stories, <laughs> meaning nobody's, you know, double, triple checking, verifying, finding, you know, multiple sources. No. They're literally just focused on... A PR person, a marketing person. I mean, we get these stories. We don't get this level of celebrity, although we did. And I'm not going to say which story because I don't know if, I don't know. There was a particularly large celebrity news story going on. Mm -hmm. And we were getting pitches about that story from the PR person of that celebrity. That's right. And so... That happens on us for us most of the time. It's usually like you know, I don't know, pick some random thing like some foot doctor wants attention and wants to get on the radio, and so they'll be like, they send us emails. They'll send us an email through their PR person, and it literally is a story that you know you would find on TMZ if it were about celebrities and not feet. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> well, it's not like 
feet and celebrities are one in one now since that uh, My Feet Are Killing Me show on TLC. I'm just saying that it's not even like TMZ is talking to people. I'm sure they're just getting emails from PR people and then attributing them to sources. Yeah, that's totally true. I think they just sit there and wait for the phone to ring yeah. or wait until they're texting. Or, you know, again, they are on the hotline to Harvey Levin. Right. And, you know, we know over the years, like, whenever you see a TMZ camera, if you watch the show ever on Fox, yeah. you'll see that um, they'll just happen to be in this certain parking lot that Sam Asgari is walking by. Yeah. One was so stupid. It was like an apartment complex. It's like, here's a good place to film. You know, yeah. nobody's driving by right now or harassing us. So it's like he's walking. For, it's almost like they went, okay, now start walking. And then they're like, oh, Sam, what are you up to? It's like, well, I'm just here because I called you guys. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we need to talk about your deep dive because oh, this my is the gosh. other thing. So we've got other Britney news because Dawn went on a deep dive and got real into Conspiracy Town over the weekend. I did. This is what I do with on my weekend um, is that I start looking at more news. I don't know what it is. We actually do... Um, uh, we are interested in talking about this stuff. It has to do with an account that I know some of our my talkers follow um, on Instagram. This is a woman named Andrea Bened Benedetto. Benedetti. Benedetti. Benedetto. Andrea Benedetti. Or Benedetto? Benedetto, yes. Okay. She is on the hot trail of all the celebrity gossip deep dive news on Britney. So she had a title for one of her stories that said, Lock Her Up. And I thought it was Lynn Spears in the picture, but it isn't. It is her former manager, Lou Taylor. Oh, yeah. Um, so Lou Taylor has a lot of lawsuits, missing money, major asset gains that can't be explained, and conservatorships. Lou Taylor, you know, and during the whole Free Britney movement, was kind of like public enemy number one, right? Well, public enemy number one point five sure. right behind Jamie because uh, the allegations are that Jamie, her dad, and Lou Taylor were working hand in glove during the conservatorship to control every bit of her mm -hmm. money. And this woman is sort of behind it. Andrea. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Lou Taylor. Oh, you're saying that she's behind the... Uh... We feel like she taught Jamie how to get all this money and talked him into probably doing a conservatorship. Oh, for because sure. Because she's done other conservatorships with other uh, yes. celebrities. It's like her... Uh, she tried to put Lindsay Lohan and Courtney Love in conservatorships. And Robin Greenhill who is like her right-hand woman yeah. was sort of the one working directly with Britney. You wouldn't believe all the money this woman brought in and also started a church that oh, was yeah. making millions of dollars. It's really insidious. I'll put a link on our show links page. You still hungry? Uh-huh. You want some uh, Sweet Martha's? It, we're not doing that, are we? Well, no, but I'm going to tell you what you can do with all your leftover Sweet Martha's when we come yes, back. Yes, yes. Right here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, live from the Minnesota State Fair.